that means there is purpose after retirement, right? There's so much purpose. The fact that you're still breathing, living, moving, and you have all this knowledge and experience, that, that alone shows you that there's so much God still has for you to do. Right? And it's just sometimes you might need a little help to see. And then that's where the village comes in. right? That's where you have um, programs like these now or people around us who can help, you know, to help us figure out what that purpose-driven um, life should look like. Welcome to the What Next Podcast, hosted by Sean Reed, where we pay it forward through conversations. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey to discover what's next for you. Nadia, good morning. Good morning, Sean. <laughs> um, how is your mental health today? You know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I can't say it's always good, but today, <laughs> today it's good. <laughs> uh, when it's not good, what do you do to make it better? One, I've, one thing I've found is coming out of my space always helps. Um, and that can be, you know, it doesn't have to be somewhere specific, but if I go to the beach, if I go in my backyard sometimes, I listen to the birds sing, if I go look for my grandmother, um, she always, always makes me laugh. Um, sometimes just getting out of the house, I think helps. Um, I know sometimes I think it needs to be like a really big thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but a lot of times just removing yourself from that space helps you to sort of breathe and just get a little calm on in a better space, you know? Changing the monotony, changing the status quo can make a big difference. Exactly, exactly. Okay, fair enough, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, so Nadia, I know that you are on a mission to work with elderly people. Mm-hmm. Um, a, tell me about that mission, and B, is elderly people the right terminology? Yeah, listen, I was about to jump on that. <laughs> Don't like to be called elderly people. Don't like to be called seniors. Um, and I think that has changed over the years because um, el- el- elderly looks so different these days, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> 40s in your 30, 50s in your 40. Everybody looks so much younger. They're... Um, we're more educated, more seniors don't look like seniors um, 50 years ago. Correct, you know? correct. Uh, so new terminology is it's still being sort of worked through. We talk about older adults. Um, we talk, we say seniors, um, but a lot of times it's just, you know, people. We're just talking about them like retirees. We'll yeah. say retirees, but we don't try to, because it it's really is a bit different now. Yeah. So tell me about the work you're doing with them, or you want to do with them. Okay, so um, let me. Where should I start? I start. I'll start from the fact that I'm a mama's girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My grandmother. Uh, we're very close. Um, and I used to be even closer with my grandfather okay. before he passed. Um, and he was he was hilarious. A hilarious man. A very quiet man, but like somebody who was just a very strong force in our family. And, and my cousins and my family will tell you that everybody learned so much from him. 
Um, and it was strange because he wasn't, he didn't have masters and all these fancy things. <laughs> but man, did we get schooled on how to love people and how to, you know, think about life and perspectives and kindness. And, you know, so um, I think he was a huge influence on how I view seniors, how I treat seniors. Um, and how, how even with my grandmother, how close we are. Mm -hmm. I remember before he died, years before, and he's a person where he didn't go to church, but my grandmother went to church every yeah. Saturday. She was seven day. And every Friday before sundown, he would be cleaning her shoes, you know, ensuring that she's all ready, even yeah. though she wasn't, he wasn't going to her on Saturday. Right, right, right. <laughs> and he would come to me and say, Nadia, can you comb her hair? That was it for him, just to say, um, you know, just I want her to look really nice going out on yeah. a Saturday morning. Yeah. And so when he died, I didn't stop. I'm still there every Friday to this day. Mm -hmm. I go, I comb her hair, I cut her nails, you know, I ensure that she, you know, her outfit is, you know, what it should look like. And she's because she and then the, the, the part of it is she's blind right now. Mm. Okay, okay. But if I miss a Friday, <laughs> you know, yeah. she's like, listen, I'm not going to look Hawaiian. I like I want to look fabulous yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And I found that to be so interesting because you think that after retirement, things just, you know, it just goes down. We know right. you don't care anymore, right. you know. <laughs> like, right. But she was like, no, I'm, I'm still a person. I still want to look fabulous on a Saturday morning going to church. Um, and it just gave me a perspective. Um that kind of clashed with what I saw in the world and how a lot of people treated seniors, you know? A lot of them is like, you know, they're just put out to pasture because, well, you know, you're done with the working world. Um, we don't really don't know what to do with you now, but to keep you alive until you go. Right, yeah. <laughs> so everything focuses on medication and nursing and, you know, so what what God put on my heart with my grandmother, with just being in my grandmother every week and just spending time and just learning more about her and us having fun. The other day, I went to the house and I was looking for something for her and I found a tambourine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I haven't seen this in so many years. And I started playing it and she got up and started dancing and the <laughs> two of us were in there dancing <laughs> with the tambourine, you know? Nice. And I'm just like, that's what life should be like not just when you're young but when you're you know after 60 that that's what happens too and right. um so my aim my goal um is to bring that to seniors who don't have that um that kind of lifestyle that kind of um social life that kind of engagement um i want what my grandmother and i have um to translate to seniors everywhere um, and not just the the young um, to older dynamic but even for older persons to have a network of friends and um, love around them you know so I believe what God has shown me and put on my heart is that seniors um, he, he wants me to show or to be a manifestation of his love for them um, so that they feel seen and heard and loved and valued. Um, so, so that's what I'm going to do. And we're starting off with just having events. 
yeah. for seniors um, because a lot of them, they don't have a lot of places to go. A lot of things aren't, you know, targeting them. Um, so what we're doing, we've created a schedule of events. So every month we have a bunch of things that we're putting together for seniors to do. Um, whether it's a games night or a fashion show or, you know, costume party or, you know. And then we also have informational stuff because young people, we go to seminars and workshops and, you know. So they should have the same thing. Everything that we have, I want them to have, right. So I'm trying to recreate that world for them. Um, and I'm hoping that we can do it <laughs> and I can get as much persons as possible a part of the team. And even if they're not a part of the team to get some persons raising awareness, um, you know, just about how seniors should be treated and, and, and trying to meet their needs across the board. It's interesting. <clears throat> so I want to go back to what you said about your grandfather um, cleaning your grandmother's shoes, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so the reason I want to go back to that is, you know, for whatever reason, right, in our society now, when people think about marriage, when, think, when people think about what's the word, people think about serving somebody mm -hmm, else, they mm -hmm. think it's a bad thing, they think it's disrespectful, they think it's rude. Mm -hmm. And I think that your grandfather cleaning your grandmother's shoes is the true reason why you know we're here we're here to serve each other yes and when you serve somebody else that's no disrespect to you yes. that's you actually doing something positive you're helping somebody else mm -hmm. and those are the small things that the other person will remember yes i mean obviously people like big things and big you know acts of amazingness but it's those small things that make a difference because when she gets up on saturday morning to go to church don't ever think about that anymore. Her shoes are clean. Exactly. And and I'm sure that somebody else may speak about it and she can say, my husband did it for me. And that make her, that make her feel good inside of for her heart, course, right? Of course, um, of course, of course. The other thing you spoke about was your grandfather giving you guys knowledge, but he wasn't formally educated, right? And I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes that yeah. is currently happening. Right or people have with our generation, which is our parents and, and their parents' parents. They didn't have formal education, so therefore they drilled it to us. You have to go to school because it's so important. You know, we never get to go to school, so you have to go to school. Yes. And unfortunately, is you know we go to school, which is great, but that village raising you kind of disappears because to afford school everybody has to go to work and make money yes. and so therefore the values that should be instilled in you are not being properly instilled because everybody drop you off at school in the mm -hmm, morning mm -hmm. you go home you're tired you do homework you go sleep mm -hmm. and there's not enough time being spent on imparting true values now to be very clear i don't have an answer as to how we can fix this yeah. but i think a, a balance needs to be there between okay you want to you know work so you can take trips and afford life and buy groceries but the values that we need to survive as a society the teacher doesn't have time to impart that yeah they're busy teaching 40 kids in a class yeah. and not being paid well either yes and unfortunately you can't depend on your teacher to teach your own child good values mm -hmm. and so how do we balance it between you're affording current life yeah. but still imparting good values traditional values into our children and their children as well yeah 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 yeah. it's such an important lesson it's such an important thing to talk about um and i'm gonna go back to answer that question go back to the word you used village 
because I think that's a huge, huge part of the solution. Um, when my grandfather was imparting that knowledge, he didn't, he didn't stand on a pulpit or in front of a class or, you know, it was, it was one-off conversations. When he died, each of us were would talk together and we realized that he was teaching us what, like he was so deliberate about yeah. how he spoke to us and how, on the things that he shared. And he, it was genius because now we all have this persp this bigger than life perspective. And it wasn't about um, your masters. It wasn't about, you know, how much you accomplished in life. It was about doing everything to the best of your ability. Yeah. It was about purpose-driven living, you know, um, and that came out in, in everything, every conversation that he had with people. So that's that's what we need to be doing. Right. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be running a shop. You could be running a huge business. Right. Your purpose driven life is what you're called to do. Um, and that and that and not and just trying to bring that back. Um, that means there is purpose after retirement. Right. There's so much purpose. The fact that you're still breathing, living, moving and you have all this knowledge and experience that that alone shows you that there's so much God still has for you to do. Right. And it's just sometimes you might need a little help to see. And then that's where the village comes in. Right. That's where you have um, programs like these now or people around us who can help, you know, to help us figure out what that purpose driven um, life should look like. But but it really comes down to the village. Sean. At the end of the day, whether you're young or you're old, you need to have that that purpose driven mindset. And it only comes from it only comes from having persons who understand and have lived like that before showing us what that looks like. You know, so yeah, it's. I'm. I'm glad you shared that because that's a big part of of how how I think um, we're gonna achieve purpose. You know, you said purpose driven living, and I think that that's something that is missing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of persons are not educated; mm -hmm. they have careers, but if you ask them, are they happy? They're not. True. Right. Um, they have a good have a good education, they're getting good money, mm -hmm. they aren't happy. Mm -hmm. They're not truly pursuing what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Or they haven't even taken the time to figure out what they want to do. Yeah. And we have also put a lot of shame around certain um, types of jobs yes. or types of careers, right? Yes. So, for example, we're currently sitting on two chairs. If your child wants to become a chair maker, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They don't have to have the biggest chair, chair manufacturing company in the world, mm -hmm. but if they're making chairs every day and helping people sit and feel comfortable, mm -hmm. that's a purpose. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in that. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we don't promote that. We don't promote finding out what you generally want to do and just pursuing that, regardless yeah. of what society thinks about it. It's just doing what you want to do yes. to make yourself happy. And I think that, again, it's hard yeah. because, you know, you want to ensure that your child is secure for yeah. the future. Yeah. But simultaneously, you know, when I think about, you know, my friends or my colleagues or my coworkers, they're, some people may be financially secure, but they're unhappy. Yeah. And which one is more important? Mm -hmm. So we, what, are the, what are the true tools that we give our children to succeed? Is it money, career, job? 
or is it do what you really want to do mm-hmm. find that love that you want to do and pursue it and if that love changes okay it changes big deal but just keep on chasing down what makes you happy i think it's important yeah yeah definitely chasing down what makes you happy um and what you're called to do because you know what that is right you may not know exactly what to call it yeah right yeah i used to wonder what i'm like nadia why are you always so everything is about kindness even at work, everything is about kindness. And I'm like, I can't be at work and be a manager and be kind. <laughs> you know? It's conflicting. It's conflicting. Yeah. Right? But but you know there's something inside that, that is calling you. Something was calling me that my purpose is tied to some sort of kindness. Right? And it's weird to think about it like that. When I think about my grandfather, he was... A coach, before a life coach, before we even right, talked about right. being life coaches, right? People would leave, my family would leave work. They have an issue, they're down there, not, not sure what to do. They have some life decision. Everybody would go to Papa. Everybody would go to him and say, this is what's on my mind. I don't know what to do. And when they leave every single time, they feel better. They, say, they feel motivated. Um, so he was just doing what he was born to do, what he loved to do. Right, and it, it didn't look like something that's on a degree, right? You know, but he was following that calling, right? Yeah. And you know what is, that that is once you know it's inside. You know, you're doing it right now. You're you love getting these stories out. You love talking to people and discovering things and 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 checking in on mental health and you know. Yeah. So so you're doing that calling right now, and I'm doing it now with these with these seniors. And it's not about necessarily the the structure I'm putting in place, it's about the impact. Correct, correct. Um, so so one, the, if, if there's ever a question about what it is you should be doing, you just need to check in with yourself on that and, it, and be okay with it not looking like what is com- what's around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I had a coach when I was, um, when I was um, at my nine to five, I had an executive coach and she was saying to me, what do you want the next five? What do you want to be doing the next five years? And I was so confused because I was like, I have no idea what I want to be. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, yeah, okay, but how do you want to feel? And it completely changed my perspective because I'm like, so what if I don't know exactly what I want to be? When I wake up, how do I want to feel yeah. inside? Yeah. You know, um, and, and sometimes that's where we need to start. Yeah, and I, I thought that was really cool to get into a place of purpose because then, you know, it's very authentic. It's coming from right inside of you. You know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday when we spoke, you said something to me which I thought was powerful. You said that the adults, right, who you want to help, they feel discarded by society. I thought that was very interesting. So sometimes we will see, you know, see assistance all the persons and they may seem grumpy or whatever yeah. the case is mm-hmm. and if you think about it if you spent 40 45 years working pouring into um your job or career that probably discarded you after yeah. you're 65 yeah. pouring into your children who are now too busy living their old lives to even come and link you pouring into your community and now because you're the older person in the community everybody loves to have to talk to you yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but what I'm saying is it's so easy to understand why people may feel grumpy. Yeah. Because you spent 40 years building a community, building a church, building a somebody's job, whatever the case is, building your own children. 
and then 40 years later you're retired and everybody's busy mm-hmm. too busy to spend time with you too mm-hmm. busy to talk to you too busy mm-hmm. to ensure you're okay and that's hard it is very that, hard that's hard and um it's no but everybody i believe everybody wants to feel acknowledged seen respected mm-hmm. and if you put in 40 45 years of work and nobody sees you or mm-hmm. they just see you as the old person who doesn't know how to use a phone or who doesn't know the cool things now mm-hmm. that must hurt it must hurt it, it it hurts a lot and this is time that can't be recovered you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at that age now you're thinking should i have lived my life a different way right. you know it's it's hard my mom my mom is uh i am so such i'm so in awe of what she's done um she is a, she has been a counselor for over 30 years at a high school mm-hmm. um she was she did her master's in counseling she has helped so i cannot walk on the road without people stopping me to say you know i know your mother she changed my life right. you know she had this impact on me sometimes my mom doesn't even remember exactly because she's been there for so long no, right. but her impact in the school system she she was the head of the guidance council association and when she retired it was so disheartening to see i can't even tell you how much she gets for pension after giving over 30 years yeah. of her life to the system yeah. I would be, <laughs> I would be so miserable. Of course, of course. Right? It's crazy, and and that's and that's a part of of why I started this because I was so and I want to say incensed. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to find another word, um, but but there isn't a lot out there for retirees after their. It's almost like okay, great, thanks for giving, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Like just move on. Go sit in a corner now. Watch TV until it's time for you know for you to go. And I'm like, that cannot be how it's. I can't be how it is. Can't be how it is. There's they have so much more to give, and they've also done so much that that they should be given to now. That's how it should be now. You know, right? They should be getting after giving so much. Right. Right. And it's it's hard to see. Um, and a lot of them suffer in silence because it's looked at as complaining or it's looked at as them just being miserable and difficult. And don't get me wrong, you know, there are, <laughs> there are some difficult of ones. Of course. But um, I heard... But, but aren't we all? But that's what I'm saying. I heard somebody say something, um, old people don't get difficult, difficult people get old. <laughs> <laughs> True, very true, right. very true. So sometimes you're just dealing with a personality and it's not so much about age. There are so many, so many seniors who I've, I've been blessed to know, to know them, right? They've blessed my life and I've gone into their presence and felt so much joy. My grandmother is blind and every day she's happier than me. I don't get it. <laughs> Because she's enjoying her life. She's enjoying, enjoying it. Her life. She's enjoying that she's alive and she has her family and she has, you know, so much to give thanks for. And she's a Christian and she prays three times a day. No matter, I don't know. <laughs> she keeps it up. And I'm just so, I'm so happy to be around her because she teaches me how to live. Yeah. No matter what I have, no matter what's going on with me, no matter whether or not my health is great, as she teaches me how to live. You know, the house is saying that, um, youth is wasted on the young or something mm-hmm. right i'm probably mm-hmm. saying incorrectly mm-hmm. but i think it's such an interest it's it's, it's real it's yes when you're young or you're younger the things that you worry about are really 
unimportant. Yeah. It seems really important right now. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something I see, like, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Yeah, yeah. So I look at my daughter and I say to myself, it's very sad that as human beings, if you look at it holistically, how she's behaving now is no different from how adults behave. No different, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like, that means that she's five, I'm 40, and there's not that much difference between the both of us. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, right? Mm-hmm. The same tantrum she displays mm-hmm. when she can't get a drink orange juice because I said, no, not right now. The same tantrum adults display when yeah. they can't get what they want. Yes. And it's like you realize that as human beings, we we don't evolve that much. Right. Right. Now unfortunately we don't we don't give the grace to people who have the experience. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. when I say you can't get orange juice now for these five reasons, mm-hmm. she's upset at me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Similarly, when an when an older person may say to me, Hey, you know, I know you want to come with this new cool way of doing something, yeah. but we tried and uh, we have been trying and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. By default, I'm like, no, you, you only don't get it. This is how you do it. And then ultimately when it fails, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they, there's a reason why they say it couldn't do because they have experience. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we naturally believe that our way is the right way. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't change things or you can't implement something new, yeah. but there is value and listening to older persons, mm-hmm. understand their perspective, mm-hmm. respect it, mm-hmm. appreciate it, and maybe inform them as to what you will use that knowledge and experience, yes. combine with your new way of cool stuff to figure out a better way of doing it. Yes. But too often we don't take enough time to listen to them, their experiences. We just we're, we're so I think we're we're know it all. Yes. 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 And it, it it's like it's a one way street, right? <laughs> yeah. And like you saying, yeah, you can learn from the younger ones. You can learn from the younger ones. Yeah. But you can learn so much from the older ones. Probably more too. Probably more. Probably more. Probably more. And then that's that. And and the word village popped back into my mind because that's exactly it has to be that two way street, right? And even when I, when I met with the team last week, because we have a planning meeting every week um, to work things out, and um, I was saying everything we do we need to include some technology. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was a little bit controversial because, you know, it's like, uh, will they, will the old people get right. it? You know, that kind of right. thing. And I'm like, you surprised? You'd be surprised, <laughs> right? How many of these old people in right. air quotations yeah. do it better than you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's not, to me, it's not that they don't want to learn new things mm-hmm. it's just that it made it a bit longer yes because they didn't grow up with that just a so little patience just patience they didn't grow up with cell phones they didn't yeah. grow up with certain things everything that they did was manual yes so therefore they do have the ability to learn something new but it will just take a bit longer mm-hmm. and if you have the patience to teach them it's important mm-hmm. um we so, think it's so different for them right like it's yeah. it, there's some old per, older persons who don't want to learn right they, they do have an aversion to that's, it and younger people too. that's exactly what i was about to say but there are some young people yeah. right who have an aversion as oh, well correct people are people and they just <laughs> they just need a little grace yeah they just need a little grace um so what you said earlier i think is extremely true and it makes so much sense we have all sorts of events for a certain age group, right? 
um, when it's summertime, Christmas time, mm -hmm. and kids are out of school, they have all kinds of camp and stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? But not have all kinds of activities to do every day. Mm -hmm. But then what about the older people, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that what you're doing is amazing. So is it, are you playing like what, dominoes and kaluki and cards and to start out, and, Yeah, yeah, to start out, we're going to have it. And we're going to try and do it as regularly as possible, right? right. I want it. What our vision is, is for it to become a lifestyle. Correct. Right? Every day you go hang out with John, hang out with, you know, yeah. Master Roy, and we just play some domino and chill out and have fun. Um, and so we're starting out with that. We're starting out with a games night that we hope will become just a regular Friday night. Right. Um, and then every month we have something different. Um added to the to the menu right. so we'll have like we have a costume party scheduled we have date night right mm -hmm. coming up we're gonna do it in twice for the year um and that might be a little speed dating because you also have seniors who are looking yeah. for a companionship yeah. and for love yeah right so we want to we want to facilitate that as well um of course you have things like art and exercise so we might have some group exercise sessions we might have dancing sessions we have karaoke um so what the idea is really to any sort of idea that we've or or, or event that we have for young people we're gonna translate that so to, for them as well, yeah. so they can have fun. Um, I went to um, the Saint International Fashion Show okay. over the weekend, and I sat beside two fabulous ladies of a certain age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what age they are, but yeah. I know they're older ladies. And they were having such a good time. I mean, and they were dressed fabulously. And it was a vision of what I wanted for seniors. I mean, I, we, we exchanged numbers and everything. We're going to connect again. Um, but it was just, I, I was looking at the vision of what I, I wanted because I want seniors to, to be full of life, right? Whatever it is, it may not be a fashion show for others. It might be other things. But um, I want to create a space and I want to create opportunities for them to to feel that liveliness again, you know, I don't, I don't ever want them to, to feel like they are not valued. Um, and, and that's, that's my aim with this, with this venture. You know, it's funny that they will probably enjoy these activities more than us because those insecurities that they had when they were in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s are gone. Yes. They're not concerned about what other people think, trying to fit in, yeah. trying to get a job, trying yeah. to be seen. They just want to enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, they know they they are very aware yeah. that they have more years behind than ahead. Yeah. And therefore they just want to live. Exactly. So if someone were to laugh at them, who cares? Yeah. To enjoy himself. They're not fussy. They're not fussy. And so I think it's 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 funny. We have events for younger people who probably don't appreciate it enough because they're worried about what other people think. Mm -hmm. The people who don't care what people think don't have enough events for themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So true. It is true. And then you have those two, Sean, who are... I, I, I read an article because I've been... It's funny. Let's give you the stats here. Um, over 60... People over 60, that demographic is the fastest growing in Jamaica. Okay. Fastest growing. Um, they believe in by 2050, it's going to be at 23% of the population. So we're not talking about a small number. Is, is, that, is, is that a testament to 
what better lifestyles yes the, um so of course people are living longer taking better care of themselves because people are going to the doctor more okay. all of that lifestyle changes are happening and um you're talking about people who are also more highly educated um so so it's it's growing and it's not just here but you know that demographic is increasing right what happened in covid um is that there was this huge switch for seniors a lot of them lost people lost their partners okay. lost their friends a lot of them that the, there was a huge spike in depression in covid because of course they can't come out of the house. A lot of them, they didn't come out a lot anyway. Yeah. Um, so no church, which is one of the yeah. uh, biggest, um, you know, opportunities for them to go out and socialize. That that all stopped for a while. So a lot of them got depressed. Um, and so now is they're just they're just coming back out, and they're coming back out to almost like trying to figure out a new routine um, or a new lifestyle, and wondering what to do when your wife has died, your right. wife who you've been with for more than you've been alone, right? Right, and it's hard to get back out there. Um, so so a lot of that plays into what it's like right now for seniors culturally and socially. Um, my 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 vision is big. <laughs> when I look at how the states do it and other countries, um, they have whole communities just for Correct. retirees. Correct. Right, and and that's where I'm going with this. Whole whole communities, retirees, um, adult daycare centers. Um, you know, just having events consistently for them like this. This is a whole new lifestyle that I'm. That, that I think that is so necessary because that demographic is ignored a lot of times. It is necessary, and they yearn for it. You know, yes. Every yes. now and then, when I have to go to the post office or you know somewhere like that, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, there's an elderly person in the post office who they've already collected the NHF check. They yeah. already, already done the transaction, yes. but the Indian just talking. Yes. The Indian just talking to the to the to the receptionist or cashier because the yes. interaction. Yep. The interaction. And so if you can provide some form of interaction, it's good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they also I believe I don't know how you plan to do it, but the also interaction in the day because maybe yeah. too late in the night and you know yeah. nobody can carry them or whatever the case is. So if they have activities in the day that they can do to make them they're used to going to work nine to five, exactly. and therefore they want something to do nine to five. Yeah. I always speak to elderly people, I hear them plan, plan the day out. Yeah. Okay, I go to the post office, they stop by here, because they want mm -hmm. to feel active mm -hmm. all day long. Mm -hmm. They don't mind going to sleep early, but mm -hmm. they need to ensure that the same nine to five routine they had, yeah. they want to maintain it some way, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you plan to market this? Yeah, well, yeah. before that, what's the name of this? Oh, it's called Good Company. Okay, so that there's a company called Good Company. Yes. Okay, cool. So you know you want a little company. Yeah. So we are, we're a good company for for them. So nice. that's that's where I was coming from with it. Um, but yes, I completely agree. Um, we need to fill their days. Um, and w how I want it to work, Sean, is not for even just good company to fill their days, but for it to organically become 
them filling their days with each other. Right, right. I want them to find friendships and, Correct. you know, find work options. I even have some persons who have volunteered and they said, hey, we want to reach out to the retirement community um, and we, we, they have so much knowledge and they can help my business. Um, so they are willing to contract persons to, to, to work in companies. And I'm calling on all companies <laughs> to yeah. do the same thing because you're missing out on a lot of expertise and experience if you're not talking to the retirement community community right so that's one thing and then two um i wanted to start before retirement you know i want um to we're gonna figure out a way because a lot of times a lot of, they're not prepared for retirement right we think about okay we need to make enough money so that we can retire early and then what you yeah, know <laughs> I did, I did, exactly and then what what do you do what do you do what do you do right so we're, we're working with some partners now to start that conversation earlier so that you know what it is you want to do what yeah. what your day is gonna look like after retirement as well and you can start to join and engage with other retirees so that by the time you're retired you already have this group these different groups that you're a part of you know you you have these different events that you can go to you are very aware of what is around there for you as a retiree so that's gonna be a that's part of our our vision as well you know i think it's important that you also give people other options yeah right so the current thought process of you go to school you get a cxc you get a degree mm -hmm. you get a job mm -hmm. you work for how many years maybe switch up one or twice maybe right and then you retire mm -hmm. i think that that whole model should be challenged yeah. or because currently people already break that model but i don't think it is is advertised or it's you know people are educated on the fact that if you want to stop at 35 and do something else yes. you can yes you know so retirement doesn't necessarily mean just 65 it just means so as you said other people retire i don't know what they want to do mm -hmm. next which mm -hmm. is very true mm -hmm. but the people who are 35 mm -hmm. They've already mentally signed off from where they're working. Mm -hmm. And they're just there working to collect a paycheck mm -hmm. and health benefits. Yeah. And so it's like also be a some kind of education campaign yeah. that you can also help people along that journey yeah. of finding out what do I want to do with my life next. Yes. Um so again, maybe early retirement or whatever the case is, because mm -hmm. though the construct that currently exists it works yes it works on people there's nothing wrong with it mm -hmm. but there are some people who it doesn't work for mm -hmm. there's some mm -hmm. people who feel trapped who feel unhappy and just going through the motions yeah. and i think it may be even more difficult if you're just going through the motions for at least 15 years of your working career then yeah. you're retired you're already deflated yes you've already been deflated for 15 years yeah. so now to upswing to enjoy retirement is yeah. it's very difficult yes so how do you keep it just you know i think it's what you're doing is really cool really important um and it it can have such a wide ranging impact right when i started there, i didn't realize this was a <laughs> oh god i didn't store yeah. enough but um it just keeps giving um and i agree like i think that it's it can be so impactful. Um, it can be so impactful. Like, and 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 to your point, the educational part of it um, from before retirement is gonna be so important. And I think it's going to people like when you when you think about it, it's not just gonna impact retirees. It's gonna impact the nation. Yeah. 
right? How how stable are we gonna be if we're all in purpose? Yeah. Right? How yeah. how prosperous are we gonna be if we're all in purpose? Right? And um, if we start talking about it early, the purpose is gonna drive the goals, and the yeah. goals are gonna drive the vision, and you know we're gonna be able to visualize it before we get there, and when we get there, it's gonna be a realization of that vision, and it's 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 this whole big thing. And I really feel like that's what God wanted, right? Um, for each stage of our life to be in purpose and to seek Him for that purpose. So if we can help people realize that before they're retired, then we've won because at after retirement, they're going to be able yeah. to, to actualize what it is that they've, vision, um, they've envisioned. Yeah, you aren't just out to pasture. Yeah. yeah so. And it's so interesting because when we were talking, you are saying something that I've, I've noticed a lot. People don't want to leave work because they just have no idea what they're going to. No idea at all. So they have people sticking around because they're just like, where, where am I going to go? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do 9 o'clock tomorrow. They have no plans. Yeah. They have it. It's it, 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 so many things. So you, have so many, you have so many people who... Yeah, because we're in Jamaica, because yeah. so many of us, uh, based on how we grew up and our history, yeah. believe that going to America, Canada, um, UK is a yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, many people who are retiring and have nobody in yes. Jamaica. Yes, So they've worked all their years to send their children go abroad, mm-hmm. go foreign. Mm-hmm. And so they're retired and they don't even have grandchildren to take care of. Yeah. Because they got to a different country. Yeah. And so again, going back to the whole village thing. If your children were here with you in Jamaica, you could all you could help raise the kids and you feel yeah. purposeful and stuff like yeah. that. But your kids are foreign, so you achieved your dream of sending your children away. Mm-hmm. And to know you're retired and you're literally alone. Yes. You're literally alone. Yeah. And and so it it's it's like you don't realise how much you need people until you stop or slow down. And yes. that's, that's the scary part about life. Yes. So when you're always going, you have to pick up kids from school and go to work and go grocery shopping. And once you're active, you, you yeah, you feel guilty, but you almost feel as if, I, I, I'm too busy to talk to anybody right now. Right. I'm so busy, busy, busy. Yeah. And the second you stop, when they stop because of time or sickness or whatever the case is, you realize, I, I need people. Yeah. Like I need people around me. It hits you. It it hits you. And so, um, good companies are really cool idea. So, okay. a how are you advertising it? How, like, which computers are you working with first? How how, how are you starting it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're starting with our pilot is next month. So we're gonna do the games night. Okay. Um, and that's gonna start off. That's gonna kick us off. Um, in terms of advertising, we are looking for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> putting yeah. it out there because yeah. we want to keep this going and we want to keep it as frequently as possible and we believe that um, there are companies out here that are aligned with this vision right and they want to not only support seniors but support nation building right um, right and and I've, I, I'm looking for people like those to align with um, so the sponsorship is going to take us pretty far away. Um, we, of course, are going to be on social media because a lot of our, our big part of our target market is not just seniors, but the family of seniors. Right. Um, so we're going to be on social media a lot pushing for that. Um, and we also go- are going to start a podcast, mm-hmm. um, which Sean will be graciously helping with. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but we're going to start a podcast and the, na- the, the name of the podcast is People of a Certain Age. And we're just going to be talking and celebrating 
lives and stories of purpose-driven retirement. And even if you haven't gotten there, just, just you know, talking about your life um, as a senior. So we're going to be having conversations with retirees and with seniors about their lives and what their plans are and what they want to do when they grow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, there's something you said earlier, which I think is really interesting, is that when it comes to seniors, all we think about is healthcare and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And what I like about what you're doing is that those realities will never go away. Healthcare is expensive across the entire world. And, you know, the older you get, the more you will lean on that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But if you can provide something else that, I would say, distracts, but occupies yeah. their mind space, yeah. something for them to do. Mm-hmm. The healthcare part, it's, if you're busy playing dominoes for that one hour, you're not thinking about the fact that you can't afford your medication tomorrow. right? Exactly. But if, you, if you're at home, and all you do is think about the medication, that actually degrades you and makes you, you know, exactly. worse. Exactly. I mean, I'm not a doctor of any kind, but I'm pretty sure that happy people oh, yeah. um, can't get better faster. Yes, 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 100%. And it's funny you said that because I remember um, uh, we've been, when I started it, I was, uh, I was trying to explain it to get the business plan written. Um, and... It just wasn't connecting, right? Because it kept going back to healthcare. Um, and I remember driving to Portmore, thinking about it, trying to figure out how am I going to express this and what <laughs> what's on my heart for this for, for seniors. And God took me to a nursing home. Um, and I parked outside and I was outside for maybe 15 minutes because <coughs> what I wanted to do was just go in and talk to them and just say, hey, what are the needs of seniors? Um and he said to me, this is not what I want. And I was like, what do you mean? But like, healthcare is important. It's so important, right? Like we have to be able to take care of those who have these issues, these health issues. And he's like, yeah, but we also have to take care of the heart issues. That's what he yeah. said to me. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, I need you to take care of the heart issues, yeah. right? Um, so, so when we talk about the healthcare, it is 100% necessary. And we don't have enough people doing it. And honestly, it is a hard job yeah. for them, right? I, I give them their flaws, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but there are so many independent seniors who have heart issues that yeah. need they need help with that. Yeah. They need help with that. And they're need and and they are, they're walking around in this sort of transitionary yeah. <laughs> space yeah. where they're just like, I'm, I'm not... Um, young anymore, right? Not super young anymore, but I'm also not, you know, in bed and can't and need a nurse, yeah. right? How do I live? No, right? How do I enjoy life? No. So that's the space I live in, um, right now, and I, I I feel like that is a space that so many of them are in right now. And so many persons. Are you're in. right, and again, even for the ones who may be financially able to do stuff mm-hmm. right so they can they can do stuff but they don't have the confidence yeah they don't have maybe people to do it with yeah. let's just say that there may be a group of um elderly persons who have the money and they could go on a cruise together yeah or they could go and take a trip together mm-hmm. because they're at home alone them can't do it right because they don't know how to buy a ticket online or find a deal they're not going to do it mm-hmm. and so just putting them together as you said to, to become friends and to 
proposed opportunities. Hey, yeah. if you guys have 500 US, you can buy a ticket to go on a cruise yeah. or just something like that. Yeah. They may do it. Yeah. But without that knowledge and without that guidance, yeah. they're just at home feeling alone. Right. And, and feeling alone and thinking, but it's true, thinking that there's nothing out there for them to do. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's, 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 it's hard. And it's, um, and, and, it's it's crazy because in the same community you can have so many persons who can connect right i mean uh, my mother-in-law she she has a wonderful garden she loves orchids so all her garden is yeah. just full of orchids some beautiful ones and i'm just thinking if she could maybe have somebody down the road <laughs> yeah. who also wants to garden, who yeah. also loves gardening, and the two of them go buy flowers together. They can, yeah. you know, come and to each other's house and help each other. So yeah. it, it, there's this, there's this, because we, there needs some, a little help to connect, right? So that they can do these things together. As you said, let's, let's four of us plan a cruise, know that we know each other and we've been, yeah. you know, we've been hanging out for two years. Let's, like, do, it. let's do it together, you know? So I, I don't, I am not trying to come in to be the person that does it for them. Right. But I'm, I want us to help facilitate. Provide information. Provide information, provide guidance, um, connect them to resources, yeah. to people, to partners, to whoever it is they need to, so that they can, because that's what we do now, right? I call somebody and I say, hey, um, I, I wanted a podcast. Okay, call Sean, you know, uh, call this person, you know, so it's, it's that connection, that network, that lifestyle yeah. that just needs to be facilitated. And and you're right when you say happy people, right? They get sick less because not only are they not worrying, right? But um, the the emotional state and your mental state, as you stated before, it affects your physical right. state, right? If you're at home, you're depressed, you're, you know, not feeling well, but not saying it to anybody, you know, you don't have anybody to say it to, all of these things, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it, it must, you, you're gonna be in trouble, yeah. right? So yeah. it's the community that is gonna help that, um, and, and we're gonna have, I, I, I know we're gonna have less persons debilit with debilitating, yeah. um, you know, issues, because they are feeding their emotional, their mental states, and even their physical states. Because if we can encourage more physical activity among seniors as well, if even moving 10, 15 minutes a day, yeah. you know, you and your friends go walk yeah. in a community, yeah. you know, then that also is going to help with health issues as well. What advice would you give to people who want to find their passion or want to find what they want to do because you're also pursuing a passion right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what advice would you give to people who want to pursue a passion but maybe are afraid or scared or just don't know how to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would say well all right this one is a little tricky but my source because <laughs> <laughs> i know everybody is not, not a christian so i know it's it's not always relatable but there is a source right um God, I believe God has already put everything inside of you. Um, whether you're a Christian or not, all your gifts, you're born with them. God put them inside of you. Um, and you will, uh, if you even don't know what to do, you know what you don't want to do. I, I was with a company that is a great company. And I mean, I can say this because I've said it to them. My CEO knows yeah. <laughs> about all of this already. Great company to work with. 
my CEO was so, so supportive, the leadership team, so supportive. I sat on that leadership team. They did great work. Um, but my, I just I knew there was something else. I know there is something else. Um, and I sat with that for years and I needed to sit with it because there are a lot of things I had to learn right. about business, about how I am, my discipline, all of that strategy. I needed to learn all of that. So I'm very glad that God took me through that. Um, but it never went away. So what my advice is, there's something inside of you that is, is going to nag. It's going to nag at you, nag at you, nag at you. Do not ignore it. Don't ignore it, right? Because that is the thing that you have to pursue. It may not look very clear. It may not look like I need to be a doctor traveling the world doing sports medicine. It's never, I don't know if, I don't know of anybody who is that specific. Maybe, right. maybe some people have it, but there is, but there's always something that nags something inside of you. And that's what you should follow. And then the next step I would say is to get to talk to people who you see are living in purpose. They have figured out something that you haven't, right? Um, and my tribe has helped me along the way. They always cheer me on. Um, and when I said cheer me on, sometimes it's Nadia, that's not rude. Go here. Right. And I'm cheering you on to go left instead right. of right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's not always like, you know, they don't, they, don't, they don't give an illusion. They don't support right. the illusion. But... What they will do is help to guide you and cheer you along that way. So follow that instinct, that feeling, that nagging inside, that saying that that is what you should be doing or feeling, and then find someone who you see already living in purpose confidently um, and talk to them about it. Talk to them about what it is you want to do and tell them you know, that you need that support from them and hopefully they'll be able to help kind of guide you on what the next steps are and you don't have to find one person like find find several i have several in my community that they, they, i have people call me and say hey you said you're gonna call sean and have you called him <laughs> you know who <laughs> we'll keep you accountable as well right and i'm so appreciative of them even when i see the message and i'm like oh my lord <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so i'm i'm very appreciative of them because they ensure that i don't just sit and allow my purpose to pass, yeah. right? Because then I'm going to be retired and going, why didn't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would That's my advice. That's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> um, so, the event is next month, right? Yes. Um, do you have a date, a time, anything like it? It's May 27. Okay. Um, May 27, and it's going to be from 2 to 6. I wanted to... Make sure that we do it uh, if people need to be dropped off, picked up. Um, people have trouble driving the night. Right. Um, so it should be accessible for most, if not all. Um, and just just come to vibe, come to, and expect some technology to be there as well. That's what <laughs> but, um, but I feel like people will enjoy it as well. But we have the usual. We have, we have bingo. Um, we have dominoes, we have lots of cards to do, all the card games, right. we have like Ludo, um, Scrabble, like we have like a ton of games. Um, there will be, of course, refreshments and stuff as well, and just some, every, and, and be prepared as well to kind of get to know each other, yeah. you know, because that's, that's, that's the important part. You want to go home with a new friend or um you know that, that that's the idea you're supposed to be socializing and getting to know people 
um, but even if you don't, you can come and just play. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So that's the first one, May 27. Um, we don't have everything all set up as yet. We're in the middle of setting up branding and social media pages and all of that. But I, my number is 818-5160. And you can reach me at Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, dot w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com that's nadia.willie at gmail.com um and you know just reach out to me if you're interested in attending or if you know someone who may be interested in attending or um interested in good company and what we're doing and if you want to be a part of it in any way reach out to me because we're, we're welcoming a whole community here Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed it and you want to dive into a similar What Next episode, check out the links in the podcast description or head to the whatnextpodcast.com. And remember, make it your mission to make somebody else's day better.